What is up, people? Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Jamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Uh, Kendall, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on, Jamari? I am uh, in studio this week. Yes. Um, obviously, it, it is uh, Super Bowl Sunday, uh, so uh, for sports talk, you know. Uh, tune in. Yeah, exactly, tune in. <laughs> you know, I'm in the studio this weekend watching uh, the Super Bowl, but um, it, you know it's it, it's an interesting week for for Star Wars because of that because you know we've speculated whether or not we'll get a Super Bowl trailer mm-hmm. or a Super Bowl teaser or a title for the Super Bowl. Uh, apparently, we have our answer. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that later in the show. But um, last week we we talked a little bit about or a lot about Richard E. Grant. And his character, how he kind of talked, he teased that he, he could be playing a major character in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Yeah, particularly, he focused on the name of the character and how that, that, how that kind of blew people's, you know, I forgot what the term he used was. Uh, the, yeah, turned them upside about, down. Yeah, the ro- turned the room upside down when his name was. Yeah. Said. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that obviously was very interesting. He now came, he did another interview uh, this week, talking about the movie and his character. About the movie, he said the movie, he said the story is, uh, he said the story is incredible. Um, but he also said that about his character, uh, that he, that the character is one of his own. He said that it's not, basically implying that uh, when they asked, you know, if he's playing an original character or something, he's like, yeah, it's something of my own, it's, it's my own character. Uh, which is, he says something that he hadn't thought about until now. But, hmm. yeah. Essentially confirming that he is playing a new character. They also brought up Grand Admiral Thrawn in the interview. And he said, I, he was like, I don't, I, I'm not playing the guy you mentioned. I don't know who that is. But I'm not allowed to say, basically, like, yeah. but I'm not allowed to say who I am playing. Or else I'll get fired. <laughs> uh, so, that kind of is a, is a kind of a, 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 kind of a precursor to what we will be seeing in episode nine. Uh, with, Richard E. Grant's character. I still, I, I'm still leaning towards what you were saying about the, uh, you know, Palpatine being the, the no, not Palpatine. I mean, I mean, Palpatine's not a real character, but Palpatine's son potentially being the guy that he's playing, um, given his age, given if his name is relevant, and also given his playing an original character. I feel like that makes the most sense. Yeah, I mean, if it, that's the only thing that makes sense to me if he's turning the room upside down. Right. You know, this is all assuming that he's not being hyperbolic at all Which in stating that. Guys tend to be sometimes. But. Yeah, they tend to be, especially when they're very excited about these new movies. Yeah. You know. And he may not understand what is what is big in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. You know, I mean, someone from the outside, his name could be, you know something Binks, and he may think that, like, him being a descendant of Jar Jar Binks is, like, the greatest thing in the world. But, like, to a, to a Star Wars fan, or, you know, even just somebody that, anybody that really knows anything about Star Wars would really, like, eh, you know, kind of shrug their shoulders, that's not a big deal. Right. It doesn't turn the room upside down. But So that that's also something that could be noted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm taking, I'm still taking this story with a grain of salt, but that Palpatine one is really the only one that I can think of that would, uh, you know, that would really turn a room upside down if you hear the name right. Palpatine attached to it. or Kenobi. Yeah, or Kenobi. Or Skywalker, but, you know, yeah, but he, no he, Yeah, he wouldn't be a Skywalker. <laughs> he, be a Skywalker. Um, he also, yeah, what he said about the story was that the plot was so good that uh, it's so good it's worth keeping secrets. Uh, okay. Which, hey, you know, he's teasing, you know, you know, big twists to come in this movie, potentially. Hey, I mean, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I hope so. You know, I I think J.J. Abrams, he's a good director. Episode eight, he has the potential. Was not good enough. Episode eight's plot was not good enough. It was not worth keeping secrets because there was no. Yeah, there wasn't there were, really. There any. besides Snoke dying. There was no like yeah. major like whoa what. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, we'll uh, you know we'll see. I'm sure they'll reveal a lot in episode nine. You know, that I would predict would happen in the movie anyway. So we'll see how good the story is when it comes out. Hopefully it's great. Uh, you know, J.J. Abrams is a very good director. I hope 
you know, with the direction that Ryan Johnson took the saga in episode eight, this kind of forces him and Disney to take episode nine in a completely new direction for these characters, for the franchise as a whole, you know. So I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm enthusiastic. You know, he he says in in this article, he he was interviewed with RadioTimes.com. He was like. They asked, you know, about like, you know, the, the the secrecy around this movie. It's like, oh, it's definitely worth it. If you're a Star Wars fan and I am, then knowing what's coming in this is quite something. I absolutely understand why they're so secretive about it because it's very it's very exciting. Hey, so, I mean, look, I believe man, it. Hey, look, we better not get another episode eight then. That's all I'm gonna say. We better not get another underwhelming, you know, no reveal type of movie. Look, man. I mean, this is the last one of this of this trilogy, so they gotta wrap it up. It better be some major, major things happening, man. Oh, dag! All right, I better, yeah, kinda... I, I better see another Darth Vader, <laughs> I am your father moment. <laughs> well, okay, come on, we ain't, we ain't never gonna see no, another that another moment like that. But I mean, look, I mean, is they they're wrapping up this trilogy? We're going to see something. They're going to reveal things. So I'm expecting that. I don't think, I think that's a fair expectation to go into the movie have. Look, man, I came into the expectation of episode eight. They didn't reveal Jack. Well, oh, this is the last one. nothing to reveal. This is the last Stop one. Stop theorizing. <laughs> There's nothing to reveal. This is the last one. They have to. Re- they have to reveal it. They can't. They can't not reveal who Ray's parents are. They can't do that. They, they said they already did. There's nobody. According to yeah, Ryan Johnson. Well, yeah. But nobody. Don't worry about it. They're gonna wreck on that. JJ <laughs> 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 <JD> Smart. <laughs> they're wreck on that. They're retconning it as we speak, but um. Uh, but yeah, so that's a follow up on what uh, Richard E. Grant um, uh, has been saying. Uh, you know, he's trying to build excitement for the movie, um, and I am excited. So uh, uh, you know, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, keep tabs on anything else that he says going forward. Um, but as Kendall alluded to um, earlier, uh, we do have some news regarding the Star Wars. Uh, anything Star Wars being revealed during the Super Bowl. So we predicted that Star Wars, the either a Star Wars TV spot or a Star Wars trailer or something Star Wars, would be um, coming out on the Super Bowl um, right. as one of the ads. Disney, uh, you, know, you know, they bought their, their spot. Yeah, Disney bought their spot. You know, they hadn't revealed yet what that spot was. Um, uh, and uh, now we're hearing that it is not for Star Wars. We're hearing that it's for several other things, but not Star Wars. So right now, um, uh, it looks as it seems as though that appears to not be the case. Um, and uh, at least you know, for me, this is coming from uh, Super Bro movies. Um, you know, revealing this, uh, but you know that appears to not be the case. So that is. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to make of this. I'm wondering when we're going to get... At this point, I'm just wondering when we're going to get anything. Star Wars Episode Nine. I mean, I feel like a teaser... Um, I mean, they could just drop it out of nowhere. You know, just announce one day, one week. Hey, watch Good Morning America or watch Monday Night Football. Yeah. You know. Or just put it on Twitter. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, they might just want to drop it. They're going to do like a title release. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they could just drop it at some point. Um, so, uh, so yeah, and I'm sure Disney's, you know, trying to think of, think this through because they have a lot of properties and things, so I'm sure they don't want to, um, you know, overshadow anything else. Um, I'm, I'm not privy to the Disney's schedule for the year, but I'm sure they're mapping everything out or they already have everything mapped out with when they want to reveal things and when they want to release things. Um, uh. So yeah, but we got that confirmation that it's not basically, or is basically we're, we're sure at this point that it's not going to be during the Super Bowl. Um, but I don't know, kind of how you feel about this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's surprising. Um, I mean, I guess for them, there it seems like we're getting something from Captain Marvel and something from Avengers. Uh, it definitely feels like they're more worried on their more recent, their more upcoming projects. And something that's coming out, you know, all the way in December. Uh, so I mean, I, I guess I understand it from that perspective, but I do agree. This is, a, I mean, 
they they for last year or two years ago they released the last Jedi um, name in April or title in April. I'm not April, January, and we're in February now. I mean, it's early February, so I mean they could do it next week and it wouldn't be that far off of when they did last Jedi. But I mean we're now approaching two or three weeks after they, the the last Jedi reveal. Uh, so at what point does it become clearly they're not trying to do the same thing they did with Last Jedi clearly they're not following a pattern of alright we're going to release the title now and then build up from there uh, mm-hmm. I mean I celebration in April so we'll have a title by then If at the very least they'll announce the title celebration is there a chance I have a theory is there a chance that we get the celebration they're trying to get the title and trailer both at Celebration akin to the same way we got the Endgame title review at, during a trailer. Is mm. there a chance where the trailer goes for episode 9 and then the end you, you find out what the title is? Mm. I mean, that's a theory. Look, I mean, Disney's doing it. They're doing it now. They've done it before, yeah. They're doing it now. So, I mean, it's possible, you know, um... I think it's an interesting marketing thing of bu- just building hype out of nowhere. Yeah, just I, building all this hype. I don't know if it. I don't know if it worked as as well for Endgame as, a, as I think they wanted it to. I don't think so either. I I, I I think it's because people. I think because it got leaked out. I think I think if that title doesn't get leaked out and it got theorized to like theorized the to the end degree, of the earth. Yeah, yeah, to the nth degree that like I don't think like when people it was Endgame it was like oh work. Kind of old news, you know. I mean, yeah. They, I think somebody from Disney like leaked out. Oh, actually, I think it's annihilation. I heard it's annihilation. Yeah. Kind of throw off the, you know, <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of throw off the signal a little bit. But so when it was Endgame, so if you do it for Episode Nine, I almost feel like no matter what the title is, it's gonna break the internet because there are no theories, there are no right. uh, leaks about what the title is. People are going completely blind. So if you drop a trailer at the same time you drop a title, I mean, that's, that's earth-shattering news. Yeah, that would be crazy. Um, so uh, so we're definitely going to be keeping tabs on, obviously, you know, the title drop and the trailer drop. And I hope we get something before April. I feel like... Um, oh, for the, one, I, I'm, I'm tired of saying episode nine. And two, I'm tired of saying episode nine. Need more and stuff I, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, not just for the show itself, but also just because, like, look, man, I'm not gonna say Star Wars is in a low necessarily, but we had the Last Jedi, which we all know how people felt about the Last Jedi, and we had Solo, which I, I, I mean, I think Solo was good. I mean, I think the Last Jedi was good, but I think Solo was was good. I think you know Solo has aged well as a movie as well. Um, but it's solo. People didn't want solo. Right. People still don't really want solo. I still would have rather had many, several other movies <laughs> before we got solo. So we know how few people feel about solo. You know, so they need momentum for episode nine. You know, um, and we've gotten so much Star Wars recently that people are the fatigue is happening. You know, and even Iger acknowledged it. Right. And if you're going to start slowing down, quote-unquote, go out with a bang. Build the hype. Build the hype. Ride the hype. So I think they should reveal the title, but um, uh, I don't know. I guess this is just, it may just be part of their strategy. Uh, I'm sure they have film to use at this point for a teaser. And I'm sure they, they, can, they probably know what the title is at this point. So I don't oh, know why yeah, they don't 100%. reveal it. <laughs> they probably before episode 7 or before episode 8 at least. Yeah, so... So I don't know why they're not revealing it, but whatever. I mean, look, the marketing team at Disney, I'm sure they know what they're doing. They I'd be make worried a lot, about a lot leaks at this point. What? It's getting, it's getting late now. I'd be worried somebody's going to leak it out. Yeah. You know, now it's like you're screwed. That yeah. Whatever so, you momentum know. you tried to build. Um, exactly. I remember Spider-Man Homecoming. That that got leaked through, like, a website or something. Remember we were talking about it on the show? I was like, I don't believe this. It makes yeah, no sense for you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Or like they bought trademarks for Spider-Man Homecoming and a website was made for <laughs> SpiderManHomecoming.com. I was like, this makes no sense. But you don't, you don't, you don't want to release a title like that. Exactly. All right, so uh, so we actually got some more news regarding Galaxy's Edge. 
Um, so Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is the amusement park that is, uh, well, it's not, it's a part of the amusement park, uh, part of Disney Disneyland, that's being constructed um, and is being revealed uh, later this year, 2019. We've talked about it before on this show. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to go there this year, and or maybe even fortunately, because it's probably going to be a zoo. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> so might want to give that a few years before we go. But um, uh, so Galaxy's Edge is coming out. Needless to say, Disney is trying to build hype for Galaxy's Edge as they should be. Um, part of that uh, hype building is they're releasing new Star Wars content via um, novels, which is an interesting medium, and comic books. So they've announced a series of um, novels uh, and um, a comic book series uh, devoted to, um, well, the comic book series uh, specifically uh, is, um, well, all, well, all this content takes place on Batu, or most of this content, rather, not all. But most of this content takes place on Batu, which is the uh, basically where Galaxy's Edge is. <laughs> yeah. um, it's in Batu, which is in the Outer Rim, hence the term Galaxy's Edge. Um, it's kind of in the edge of the galaxy, kind of along, you know, kind of nowhere, quote unquote. Right. Um, so it takes place on the planet Batu, specifically um, this pl- a place called Black Spire Outpost. Um, uh, which has been a, a, a which is a uh, it's basically kind of like a cantina kind of like um, you know setting right. you know typical Star Wars cantina setting yeah. <laughs> but you know but like bar type place yeah bar type place you know but um, uh, this place has been uh, this place was introduced in the Thrawn um, uh, in the second Thrawn book or at least that's how I was introduced to Black Spire Outpost and Batu. Um, in Thrawn Alliances, which had Thrawn and Darth Vader, and a lot of the book took place on Batu and at Black Spire Outpost. So I think when it was announced that this is what Galaxy's Edge, this is where Galaxy's Edge was going to be, I was shocked. But um, I think with this releasing of the releasing of all this material, I guess, I guess it makes more sense. But um, I'm still surprised they chose Batu <laughs> for where they want would want this uh, amusement park to be. But uh, so the first uh, thing they they announced was a comic book series that was uh, that was coming out um, uh, that's going to feature a Black Spire Outpost antique dealer named Doc Andor, <laughs> who's an Ithorian. Which I don't know. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, man. That sounds a little stale and boring. Okay. Like honestly, it sounds kind of boring. You know. I mean, hopefully it's really good. You know, but it doesn't sound very exciting. So, <laughs> so hopefully I'm wrong about that. But that doesn't sound super exciting. Um, uh, you know, and I mean it'll also show how like first order affects life in the out in the outer rim, which I guess is is okay. But like, um, I hope it'll focus more on that and not on the Ithorian right. antique dealer. Um, but we're also getting the announcement of a novel titled Black Spire, written by Delilah S. Dawson, who wrote uh, Phasma, as well as The Perfect Weapon, which The Perfect Weapon, I believe, is one of the short stories leading into The Force Awakens, which I thought was very good. Um, and if you listen to my review of Phasma, I thought Phasma was very, very good as well. So I am uh, very much looking forward to this book. Um, you know, I think Delilah S. Dawson um, is a very capable author and is clearly a very, very big Star Wars fan. Yeah. And she's actually said so herself. <laughs> so that's confirmed. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to this book. I mean, I think that these kind of stories in the Outer Rim, they can get, they're very interesting, you know. Um, like I thought, uh, from a certain point of view, a lot of that book takes place on Tatooine and deals with characters in the Outer Rim who we may not have been as familiar with, but the stories themselves are interesting. So I feel like you can do something similar with this book in your kind of creating new characters in this, in this, um, you know, in the Outer Rim, basically, right. at this on this planet that no one really knows about. But you know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a uh, it's kind of like a sandbox. You know, you can create. <laughs> wherever you want out of it. And I trust Delilah S. Dawson 
um, uh, to uh, uh, basically to make a lot a lot of that book. So very in the brief description that we got, um, it mentions that uh, General Leia Organa dispatches her top spy to Batu in a desperate search for a resistance ally. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Yo, son. It's a, hey, and it, I wouldn't completely rule it out. But um <laughs> But yeah, so I mean that sounds very interesting. And I think Delilah S. Dawson can knock that out of the park. Yeah. Honestly. So I'm very very, very much uh looking forward to that. Um we're also getting a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge book titled A Crash of Fate, written by young adult um yes, Yes, written by a popular young adult uh, novelist, Zoraida Cordova. Um, so, in the description from StarWars.com, it's in this young adult novel, Izzy and Jules were best friends until Izzy's family abruptly left Batu when she was six. Now she's back, and Jules, the boy who never left, is unsure what to make of her. While on the run from vengeful smugglers and an angry pirate, the two friends will come to terms with who they are and what they mean to each other. Sounds kind of like Lost Stars. Uh, just, it means young adult. So yeah. Lost Stars is young adult. Sounds similar to Lost Stars, but just um, on Batu, and it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like it'll. Well, actually, I don't know what. Um, uh, what you call it? I don't know what. Uh, what time? In the, in the universe that this takes place. Because um, Batu is relevant and different. In, in Alliances, they showed Batu in the Age of the Republic. Right. <laughs> and during the Empire. And we're getting it told in the Age of Resistance. Both in the comic book series and in Delilah S. Dawson's right, novel. So we're getting a lot of Batu in all kinds of different time frames. So I feel like that will make a big impact in how much I... Honestly, in how much I enjoy this book. And how much I care about what's happening. Um, it didn't seem like, um, uh, it didn't seem like there was much, uh, going on. It, it doesn't really seem like there's much of anything going on on Batu, though it seems like they're trying to add a lot more, um, in the age of the New Republic. So hopefully it takes place during that time period. But, um, you know, if it's in the Republic and the Empire, I mean, hopefully they can add some, some new things to spice this up. Seems like this story, I mean, it's a young adult story, so it's focusing, it's very character heavy. It's focusing a lot on these characters and on their relationship with one another. So, I don't know, hopefully, I mean, it could be really good, but I'm not as familiar with this author, so I don't know, but um, I don't know. I have my fingers crossed. Hopefully it's really, really good. Uh, and uh, next we have Star Wars myths and fables written by george mann um this one apparently also has illustrations by grant griffin um so this might be one i have to get in uh paperback (laughs) um because apparently the illustrations are are uh uh, the cover art is 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 uh gorgeous um so i'm i might have to pick this one up but uh uh but yeah so uh, basically, in this story, uh, let's see. All right, so this story features two stories that take place on uh, Batu and uh, many other untold tales. So this is kind of like uh, it basically is kind of like a collection of source stories, which um, I don't know. I mean, it could be good. Uh, I mean, like I said, to, uh, from a certain point of view, it was very good. And I didn't really know what to make of that before I got it. So this could be really good. It's possible, you know. Depends on how it's written. I'm not as familiar with George Mann, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. It's in the Star Wars universe. Um, uh, and uh, so it already has that going for it. So I'll pick it up. I'll read it. I'm glad we're getting all these novels and all this content. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna keep me bit. busy. Yeah, there was, a, there was a bit of a lull, uh, not too long ago, where it felt like we weren't getting that many. 
not getting that but many. Now there's a lot. Of, there are a lot that are in uh, development right now. Yeah, it's a lot, and this is to build up for Galaxy's Edge, which is coming out later this year. So all this stuff has to come out soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're gonna have a lot of uh, novels and stories and things to talk about on this show. So I'm very, very much looking forward to that. Um, last but not least, we have uh, Star Wars: A Skywalker Saga, being written by Delilah S. Dawson. So she's writing this one. Um, it's basically a retelling of episodes one through nine from the perspective of the Skywalkers uh, themselves. So Delilah S. Dawson is very excited um, to uh, have taken on this project. And um, uh, uh, she uh, said so uh, herself on Twitter, saying that writing this book was a revelation for me as a lifelong Star Wars fan. Watching the movies in order, closely and critically, on repeat, and seeing the themes, choices, words, and destinies of Anakin, Luke, Leia, Ben, and Rey ripple down. Y'all, I cried a lot. So she was very, very, uh, very into this project. And seeing how how um, uh, seeing how excited she was to embark on this journey makes me excited to experience this because... Clearly, she put a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of energy into it. So, um, I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to, to jump into this. Um, and it's very interesting. You know, people I, apparently people were making note of the fact that she included Rey <laughs> yeah. in her list of Skywalkers. And she's like, oh, well, Rey got the lightsaber from Luke. So, she's just kind of throwing her in it. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I mean, you know, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Episode 9, we'll see. But um, uh, but yeah. So like I said, I trust Delilah S. Dawson. Uh, she knocked Phasma out of the park completely, um, and a perfect weapon was very good too. That was a really really good short story. I like that a lot. So I um, again, I put my I have the utmost faith, and I will be checking out that um, uh, that novel as well. Uh, but Kendall, what do you think about these book announcements? Does anything uh, in what I just said stand out to you, or pique your interest? Uh, you know, I mean, I, obviously the, 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 the Black Spire stuff could end up being interesting, you know, obviously because that ties into, uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, very closely, um, but, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not as into the young adult novel stuff. Right, uh, yeah. So, that, I don't know. You know, too much. What we're gonna have to, what we'll be able to take from that, whether or not there will be any interesting uh, canon additions from that. But uh, yeah, I would say the the Black Spire story is the one I'll probably be paying closest attention to. Yeah, yeah, that one sounds like it could be really, really interesting. I mean, you got the the, very the vague, resistance obviously right now, but very vague. Uh, oh yeah, description. Yeah, super vague. Um, but you know, you got the resistance. You got the First Order. Um, you're sending resistance spies to Batu. I mean, we don't know what to expect. Uh, from that one, um, this seems like more of a seems like more of a covert kind of like spy type of story, right? Uh, which is very different from Phasma. But for me, it's kind of reminiscent of the Perfect Weapon because that's kind of the vibe that I got from that short story. So I also feel like that's something that uh, uh, that she can work with, um, and I think that that um, I think that that could uh, tell us. It could potentially tell us a lot. I mean, we don't know exactly when in the time frame of. I don't know if this takes place before seven, or between seven and eight. Well, or well, I don't know about between seven and eight, but you know, after <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, um, after yeah, eight, before seven, eight, after eight, before nine. I mean, we I mean, know there's a time gap there. <laughs> so I don't know. Like you know, we don't know. So it could it could shed light on a lot of things. Right. So I'm very much looking forward to that one as well. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 hyped. I'm excited for these novels, and and I'm glad that they're giving us all this new content. We had a lull where there really wasn't much, you know, uh, being released in the medium of of novels for Star Wars. But I'm glad that we're kind of getting a lot more stuff now. Um, it'll give us a lot more to talk about, but it's also just given given more content to the fans you know yeah um so i'm glad that they're they're dedicating their time and and their efforts to doing that uh for us fans um so we got some more news regarding celebration so we got some more announcements for guests 
who are going to be at Star Wars Celebration this year, uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Uh, so first on the list, we have um, Ahsoka Tano herself, Ashley Eckstein, will be present at uh, Star Wars Celebration. Any relevant reason why? No relevant reason why. Is Clone Wars coming back? But we got Ashley Eckstein, we got Daniel Logan, uh, Boba Fett himself. Any uh, relevant reason why? Uh, no re- no relevant. Mandalorian is relevant to this fucking celebration? <laughs> uh, we got Boba Fett. Himself uh, so showing up. Uh, and Daniel Logan played Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones, but he also voiced him as well in the Clone Wars, mm. which I thought was very cool. So, um, you have Jet Lucas, who's the son of George Lucas, um, uh, and we have uh, Ken uh, Ken Long Leung. Um, I don't want don't want to pronounce that or mispronounce that name. Um, he played Admiral Statura in The Force Awakens, um, which he didn't really do or say much but you know um he's still a notable character and he has a lot it, it's interesting though he has a lot more to say in the annot- in the annotations of the uh smuggler's guide novel um it, it kind of helps characterize him i think quite a bit honestly but um so it's cool that we're getting him uh at celebration as well we have a john ratzenberger who played rebel force major derlin in the empire strikes back um, he was a mustachioed, uh, 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 rebel, like, chief, chief officer on Hoth at Echo Base. Um, so he will be at Celebration as well. And we have Kathy Cartwheel, who is a, uh, creature android puppeteer. Uh, so she worked on The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, as well as Solo. So I think she, I think she, she did, uh, BB-8, I believe, um, and Rio. I think in solo. Really? I believe so. Yeah. Um, if not, feel free to correct me. <laughs> feel free to call me out on that. But um, yeah, so we're getting people, you know, so we're getting some more uh, people in um, uh, celebration. They're adding, they're adding, you know, to the list to the the list of uh, star power that we're, that is showing up at Star Wars Celebration. Um. You know, so they're they're built. They're trying to build a hype. Uh, was, uh, John Boyega put on his uh, Instagram. He put a he, a post with Star Wars Celebration, mm-hmm. like like the like a poster, and yeah. with like they like the eye emojis, kind of like all watching. You know, so now people you can decipher from that what you what you want to, but that may hint that John Boyega will be there as well, mm. which I don't think that's been confirmed. So. It has not been confirmed. I mean, it would make sense. <laughs> Episode nine is coming up. That, that I mean, that makes all the sense in the world. You know, well, I, you know, I'd be more surprised I, I mean, if you weren't. I, yeah, I was gonna say I'd be more surprised if he, <laughs> he wasn't there. Ray Daisy really yeah, didn't show exactly. up. You know, J.J. Abrams didn't show up. You know, I'd be shocked <laughs> if any of these people weren't there. But um, this is the last celebration before Episode nine, before the the end of the quote unquote quote unquote end of the end of the uh, sequel trilogy, end of the Skywalker saga. So I feel like they have to be there. Um, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, we got some new names. We got some, uh, uh, some, some cool confirmations here. Um, I'm thinking Ashley Eckstein will accompany the Clone Wars. They'll probably get a Clone Wars panel. Maybe oh, some definitely. Clone, yeah, some more Clone Wars footage. Um, maybe even an episode or two. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. So, um, well, I don't know if they reveal that to the public, but they probably will show it to people there. So that's why I'm thinking uh, that she will be there. And, of course, doing autographs and, and photographs and all that good stuff. Uh, same thing with Daniel Logan. Um, so I'm expecting the same thing from uh, him uh, with regards to being there for the Clone Wars. Um, uh, Jet Lucas uh, and Ken, Ken Leong, I'm sure, um, uh, will be there to take pictures, sign autographs, etc. It's just really cool that they're that they're um you know uh, getting all these people to show up wish i could be there it's too bad that i can't be there um they have another one down the road i will absolutely be trying to get get tickets yeah um oh yeah absolutely yeah so that's that's something that's on that that's definitely on the bucket list something that we have to do as soon as possible um get fresh presses 
<laughs> we're getting press passes. Oh yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, but yeah, I just thought this was that was a really cool story to share. Um, so if you're going to Star Wars Celebration, you have some more, um, uh, you got some more uh, interesting people to meet, some more things to look forward to. Uh, all right, so Anthony Daniels, I just wanted to mention this quickly. Anthony Daniels mentioned that um, he put out a post on Twitter uh, stating that he was uh, he finished wrapping C-3PO on Episode Nine, so he finished uh, his work on the sequel trilogy. Um, it was kind of a more somber tone, you know. He's sad, and you know, he you know met, gave his thanks and his admiration to the, his fellow cast and crew members who worked on the movie, and said that it was something special. That he's glad to have worked on such a special project, um, you know. So this is very, it's very kind of very touching, and uh, you know, the death of C three PO. The death, thank God, man. Um, somewhere uh, the death of Admiral Akbar. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> hopefully not. Um, uh, but yeah, no, like I am, um, you know, I'm sure he knows all fans appreciate, you know, the, the joy that he's brought to all the Star Wars movies, um, uh, basically cause he's been in all of them. I see three PO. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, you know, needless to say, I tip my hat off to Anthony Daniels. He's done a great job over the years yeah. and hopefully this is, isn't the last that we've seen from him i mean I, I just think in theory they could find someone else to see three pm so like why would they i mean how old is anthony daniels i mean he's i mean yeah he's i mean yeah he's he's much older but i think he's older than that honestly yeah that's what i'm saying but so like, like i mean even if this isn't the last star wars movie even if c3po doesn't die how do you replace C-3PO? Yeah, has some other some other guy some other guy playing C-3PO? He's seventy two years old. Yeah, he's old. He's older. You know, if we don't get another Star Wars movie for four years, let's say, I mean, he's gonna be seventy six. I mean, he can still do it. In theory. Yeah. Now, I mean, even four years, that's, eh, it's probably doable. That's kind of wishful thinking since they don't have anything planned or announced. Four or five years. I mean, look, man. If he wants to rest, he's got to. He can rest. You know. I mean, he's earned it. You know. Don't be like, why aren't do, you he, doing C three PO? You can voice C three PO. Yeah, that's you what know, I'm saying. Like, James still, Earl Jones. Yeah. You know, and have someone else be C three PO in the suit. But, in terms of like being in the costume, I, I would imagine this probably be the last time. Yeah, I mean, at least possible. for a Star Wars saga film. I mean, if they do, well, like, yeah, sure. You know, if he shows up in Obi Wan. You know, yeah. a Kenobi movie or something, some cameo or something. I'm sure that's also possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why he's more emotional, you know, because he figures he's like, this is probably the last time. Yeah, he's time. doing the math. Like, I, I can't imagine the last time. I can't imagine I'm going to get more opportunities to be in the costume like this. Yeah, you know, in which case, you know, it's very sad to see him go. I hope this isn't the last time we've seen C-3PO. I, enjoy, I always enjoy seeing C-3PO. Yeah, I would, I would be shocked. I mean, unless they killed him off, it would be shocked because the last time we got C three. Yeah, so I'm. I'm C three PO death scene would be tragic. Yeah, that would be tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they would do that, yeah. but um, but yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll see him again, and and uh, you know, uh, you know, especially if episode nine is very good, I'm very hopeful that we'll see him again in um in in another Star Wars movie going forward. Right. Um. All right. So. Uh, with that being said, I also wanted to um, uh, talk about some of the Star Wars comics that I've been reading recently. So, as you know, I've been reading uh, Han Solo Imperial Cadet. I have caught up in Han Solo Imperial Cadet. I've read the first three issues, um, uh, written by Robbie Thompson. This is very good. This is a very very good comic. It's very it's a very fun read. Um, uh, I'm not gonna go into spoilers just because I just don't feel like going into spoil <laughs> into spoilers for this, but it's a very fun read, you know. If you want to uh, dive into Han Solo, if you, uh, okay, well, first I'll say this: if you enjoyed Solo, a Star Wars story, you will enjoy this comic book. Um, it's is, a good. Is it based off of? Is it like? Does he look like Alden Ironwright? He looks more like Alden Ironwright. Interesting. Um, so it's a good. It's well written. And it's Han Solo. It's this when I'm in reading what this character is doing and how he's acting. I'm like, yeah, this is Han Solo. You know, like, you know, I'm not gonna say what he does, but he's just doing things, not listening to his superiors, but also showing how skilled he is and showing how cunning he is, 
and showing how street smart he is, and, you know, and it's just I'm like, yeah, this is this is Han Solo, you know, in the Empire trying to get to Kira, like this is him. So it is, um, but also being a human and kind of being a hero and how he acts towards his his fellow Academy cadets, you know, and building those relationships and whatnot, um, which I'd like to see those cadets again at some point as well hopefully so hopefully they do that because i like the i like the other characters in the in in the comic book too right. so it's it's very well written it's very very well written i like it a lot so i'm i'm hoping that these are characters we see again in the, with the supporting cast and i'm hoping that uh you know i don't know maybe we, we get to expand on this one yeah yeah maybe they can expand on it you know i think it's really good so uh hopefully we get more of that i also read star wars the Age of Republic special. Um, uh, so I, I I read that I in some of the reviews. Or, well, I read it through um, uh, Kindle just because I like reading I, some of the some comics I like reading digitally. So I read it through my Kindle. The reviews are bad <laughs> on uh, uh, Kindle. There aren't many reviews, but the ones that are there are not good. Um, I enjoyed it honestly. I, I thought it was I thought it was good. There's three stories. Um, uh, I, I apologize. I don't do not remember who the authors were for the stories. One is one Mace Windu. There's one Asajj Ventress, and there's one um, for Rex and Jar Jar Binks, which is a weird combination. Um, uh, I know the one for Asajj Ventress was written by Jody Hauser, um, but that's the only author that comes. To, <laughs> that's the only author that I guess that stuck with me uh, in my mind. I thought they were all okay. I think the one that I liked the least was the Rex Jar Jar Binks. I don't think that needed to be included. Yeah. At all, really. They didn't add much. <laughs> they didn't add much to either character. Um, you know, and it felt it felt needless. But I thought the Asajj Ventress and the Miss Windu story were very good. Honestly, they were short because it was packed into so it was a three for one basically. But they were well told. You know, I thought they were well told, good stories. Um. You know, stuck. They made sense for the character. I could easily see this character doing that. Yeah. Um, you get a few panels of a young Mace Windu, so you have that to look forward to. When he has hair, <laughs> so yeah, <he> has... <laughs> so you pick it up just for that, you know. But, um, but yeah, so that was uh, so that was fun. So I I I thought that was a good special. And I'm looking forward to the age of age of uh, res... it's not resistance, the age of rebellion. Ones right. Well, the last ones are resistance. The last ones are resistance. Yeah. Now, now we we're in the Age of Rebellion. Right? Yes. Yeah. The first ones are Age of Republic. Yeah, first was Age of Republic. Yeah, we so I think we just wrapped on that. Yeah, that's the prequel stuff. Yeah, all the prequel material, which I think I think we just wrapped on that. Um, I may be wrong about that. Wait, no, we aren't we supposed to get Grievous and stuff too? I think so. Yeah, so we didn't finish on that yet. But, um, but we're getting through that. Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to more of this, uh, more of this content, um, and uh, and then I'm looking forward to. I'm especially looking forward to the Age of Resistance, honestly, just because we haven't gotten much sequel trilogy sequel content. trilogy content just in general. Yeah, like I don't we've know why, had, but we've had years of you know original trilogy and prequel trilogy just, content. Yeah, you know, and not even that many, not that much prequel trilogy content, but right, we had you know An lots TV show. Yeah. And the Clone Awards. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Age of uh, Resistance when when that comes out for us. Um, all right. So, we're we're gonna before we wrap the show, we're gonna talk about Star Wars Resistance. Um, uh, so this uh, episode of Resistance was Doza's dilemma. Um, so in this episode, uh, you had Captain Doza, and he is um. Uh, is basically in trouble because, uh, um, uh, ha- uh, not Hondo. I don't know why I was gonna call him Hondo. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh Cregan is the yeah. pirate. Yeah, Cregan. So, pirate. so yeah. <laughs> so used to Hondo's pirates. Like, oh, the pirates. So Cregan's pirates, uh, uh, infiltrated the Colossus and uh, you know, the tower, um, kidnapped uh, Toradoza. And were, ha, had planned to sell her to the First Order, basically, for a ransom. Um, so, basically, uh, Kaz 
um, is kind of looking into um, what's his name, Sonora? Sonara. Sonara. There we go. Uh, is basically looking into Sonara because he's saying she's been acting strange lately. Finds out that she is connected with these pirates. Yeah. Um, so her cover is basically blown at this point. And uh, the First Order in basically double crosses Cregan when, when Cregan tries to sell Toradoza to them. And they, they try to, they basically make it look like they had saved um, Tora. Right. To try to get. Um, Very favor with, uh, with Doza. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, to try to get him to accept the First Order's security as um, uh, as basically just being security for the Colossus. Yeah, which you would so, think would lead to eventually occupying. Yeah, basically just them occupying uh, the Colossus and the planet as a yeah. whole, which I'm assuming is their goal. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this episode ratcheted up the intensity, like, five, ten times yeah. what it usually is. And it's not like this episode was that crazy. I mean, it's yeah. like a normal kind of Rebels type of episode. Yeah, basically. But the other episodes have just been, like, googly gobs. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know just... <laughs> nothing happening. Bebo and, you know, like, enough of that stuff. Let's get to the real... Yeah, First Order, doing stuff. Um, Sonara and Kaz kind of doing spy stuff. So I like this episode and, and I'm very much looking forward to the next one as well. Next one's titled first order occupation. Hmm. So it looks like we're getting into the more serious, the more, um, uh, canon relevant content. So I am, uh, just very much looking forward to getting into that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like the, the, the show is starting to pick up the pace a little bit with the overall conspiracy. Uh, I thought this episode was, like I said, I thought it was good. I thought it ratcheted up the intensity a little bit. Um, you know, in the grand scheme, like, if I were to compare it to all the best Rebels episodes, it's probably a 7 out of 10 type of episode. But, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's fine. I'd take yeah, that's fine. 7 out of 10 every time. I'd be like, all right, I can yeah. watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I read you a tweet before the show. Uh, I don't know. Where, I don't, I'm not sure who tweeted it, but uh, regardless of who tweeted it, they tweeted that um, the finale of of episode of, of Star Wars Resistance is coming on March 17th, and that it will have quote um, a lot to talk about. It will leave a lot to talk about at Star Wars Celebration. So um, that definitely does kind of, or it will contain a lot to talk about. Star Wars celebration, Star Wars celebration, that leaves a lot. That that certainly leaves a lot of uh, intrigue into what this finale could bring, what the rest of the season could bring. Um, so I mean, oh, this was uh, uh, Steven Stanton, by the way. Okay. He's an actor on a lot of these shows. Right. But uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what that means. My guess is that that's something like Kylo Ren related, or something like Major First Order development major villain tease for season two type of thing but i don't know there's no like force stuff so i can't think it's anything like you know like this was rebels i'd be like this could be almost anything (laughs) you know (laughs) it could be something from the old republic for all we know yeah but with with resistance there's no force which could change in season two but there's no force characters so uh we have a youtube video coming out where we tease what characters we think uh could show up in season two, but uh, better get it out before the finale because that, that, that video may be uh, debunked by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, like, I, I'm that that tweet does get me excited, but I feel like the trailer kind of confirmed that already for me personally. Did it, did it really for me? I, I, yeah. I didn't, I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this could be cool, you know, we, we are getting hucks, I guess, but. I mean, this isn't gonna break the internet. You know, this isn't this isn't like a rebels level trailer. But I feel like it, and it wasn't. Those rebels trailers had us talking, man. Well, yeah. A lot of times they didn't deliver. You know, and the quality <laughs> sometimes didn't deliver on the quality of the trailer. But, um, I, I that trailer didn't have me talking nearly as much. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But I would the reason that it did it for me is that this is season one. You know. Fair this is season one of many, and then, and they're 
they're going to destroy a Hosnian Prime in the Hosnian system in season one. Because Hulk's is giving his speech. And then they fire, and then they fire yeah, the Starkiller base. That's just going to change the entire complex of the show. Yeah, it has to. I feel like it has to at that point. So, um, you know, they said that they want to stay on, stay on the Colossus, which, I mean, you know, similar to Lothal yeah, and whatever. Yeah, stay on Lothal. You know, so whatever. But, like, you know, they, they like, it has to change, like, the dynamics. Chaos can't just be all, like, oh, I got, I got to be a spy. I got No, he's got to, like, really, like, be a spy, right. you know, because the First Order is destroying planets, and they're killing everybody, and, like, they're trying to occupy your world, you know, so. This yeah. show, man, I remember when we first heard, oh, it's going to be anime-inspired, you know, yeah. Dave Filoni. There were people saying, like, Avatar and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we were talking Avatar. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, this is going to be super <laughs> serious now. Man, I was wrong. Yeah, very wrong about that. But I have hope for this show. You know, I yeah, have it's hope. It's still early, you know. I wasn't high on Rebel. I, I jumped off the Rebel bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. Early in the season. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, call me when it's good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm sure this one will get a lot better, too. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to these, these upcoming episodes. Uh Including the next one, which we'll be watching very soon. It still comes out on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, yeah, right, it comes yeah, out. I yeah, so, um, so yeah, we'll be checking that out and we'll have a review for that yeah, as I don't well. Think the ratings will change much. Nobody watches it anyway. Probably won't change much. Anyone that's watching the show every Sunday probably isn't going to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. So hey, you know, um, uh, you know, we'll have that review for you guys as well. But that'll do it for this show. Um, uh, you know, check us out on all our social media. Search New Generation Media, and you should be able to find us. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next week. We'll have more Star Wars news. Uh, one of these weeks coming up, I'm going to try to do a solid review of Rebel Files and uh, Smuggler's Guide by Daniel Wallace because those need to be reviewed. Um, so I'm still working on that. And, um, of course, we're going to review Resistance as we do every week. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else coming out soon. We may talk about um, Count Dooku and Battlefront, maybe um, if I can get my hands <laughs> if I can get my hands on them. Um, uh, so we'll be talking about some stuff uh, coming up for you guys soon. Uh, but that'll do it for uh, this episode. Uh, catch us next. Catch us next week. We'll be coming out with an episode every week. Uh, so keep tabs on us. Um, uh, so that'll do it. Uh, I'm your host Jamari, joined by Kendall. We'll see you guys. Next.